to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm Elisa Connor. I'm your host. This is the podcast where you come to learn to work less, sell more, and relax by feeding your business and feeding yourself. Today, we are diving into the number one reason your email marketing is failing you. And we work really hard on our email marketing most of the time. And when it doesn't work, we're really frustrated. So I wanted to cover the number one reason that it probably isn't working. And the best way to cover that is to tell you some stories. So um, I am a little bit overzealous when it comes to examining emails that come across my desk. Um, And I noticed that there's a couple of things that keep happening. And it's very interesting from my perspective because... um, they are surefire ways to get people to either unsubscribe or report you as spam, which is even worse. Um, And so I thought I would share a couple of those. So I have um, a contact that I have been connected to in the past for probably maybe the last three, two or three years. I always say um, when you have your own business, time goes into a different zone and like three years feels like 10 years. It's really weird. So you feel like you've known people a really long time and it's only been like two or three years. Um, And this person is really, um, what am I trying to say? Uh, Has a lot of energy, energetic. There you go. Um, Really energetic and is, you know, interesting to be around. But I noticed something when it comes to her marketing, and this isn't just email marketing, but um, marketing in general. The only time that I hear from her in any regard um, other than in any regard, whether it's a phone call, a text, an email online is when she's selling something. And um, we get in this mode where we think everybody is really interested in what we're doing because as humans, we're very navel focused. We focus on our own belly button all the time, which is why we run around bumping heads with other people. Um, But the reality is, is most people don't really care what you have going on unless it directly impacts them and you're solving their problem, which you've heard before on this podcast. Um, And so I thought it was really interesting that this person reached out to me specifically, um, not only with an email, which I don't, she, the only time that I get an email from her is when she's promoting something or she wants you to sign up for a program or do something for her. Um, And then I also got a text and a phone call asked with the same request. And I was like, this the tail true feeling of most people is like what have you done for me lately and that's kind of how this went is like i just started to notice a trend and i tried not to have much attachment to it or whatever but um the reality is is the only time i hear from her is when she wants something and if you're treating your customers that way that's a huge problem um because one people will forget about you and two um they don't really like i said they don't care they don't care about you what they care about is how you're going to help them. And I had another interesting conversation yesterday, which I actually didn't have in my notes, but I'll, I'll go ahead and um, pop it in here because it's sort of along the same lines. Um, I had a consultation with somebody who was interested in getting their messaging done. And um, it was between me and another person. And so I was just curious. I just said, well, you know, what is that other person um, showing you or explaining to you that is 
making you lean in that direction for a, a certain component. She wanted to work with me on a different component. And her answer was, is that she wanted to show up as herself more in her messaging. And I just thought to myself, I was like, that's really interesting because both the people that were um, communicating with her were story brand guides. And um, that's me and whoever else this other person was. And I was like, the whole premise of story brand is that the story is not about you. And so I tried to, um, in a nice way, point that out to her that her customers don't care if she's in her marketing because it's not about her, it's about them. Um, and I think that's where a lot of us go wrong is that we, we try to tell our story all about us and what we offer and our product and our solution. And um, it's all about, you know, details and um, package information and blah, 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 blah. But if it doesn't resonate with them at an emotional level, they're never going to work with you. And so um, when you're creating email, it's a very similar situation. And so uh, it made me kind of think about that from an email perspective, in that um, if you are reaching out to people, and you, and you only are talking about yourself and your experiences, and it doesn't somehow relate back to them on an emotional level, they're just going to get annoyed and unsubscribe. And so um, key point number one that I wanted to make in this, though, is that if you're only reaching out for email to talk about yourself and your products, don't <laughs> like you have to build that relationship. It, it totally reminds me of um, when you are going to purchase a car and you, you used to get out of your car and like it would be like a herd of crows mm. coming around you um, and wanting to tell you every feature and detail of every car on the lot. And you're just like, hey, dude, I just want to look around. Don't stalk me. Um, and that's kind of what that feels like when you get those emails and you get marketed that way, especially when it's two or three touches in a row, um, one right after the other. It, it's almost to the point of like harassment. And so I just really want to um, encourage you not to do those things. So and then the second story that came across my um my field of vision this week was I actually signed up for a membership for something totally unrelated to business. Um, and part of it was just because I, I have a innate curiosity to see what other people are doing. Um, and it's in an industry that I'm interested in pursuing that has nothing to do with what I do now. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, but I signed up for this membership and it, you know, it wasn't a ton of money. I think it was like $27 for three months and, or you could do 99 for the whole year. But I was like, I hadn't been in there and I didn't want to just do one month. Cause I was like, I kind of want to check it out and have some time to leisurely do that. And, um, so I signed up and I was sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm like, where's my password and stuff like this should just be automatic. And so I got a receipt and a order confirmation for my membership. And then I immediately got a sales email. I did not get login information. I did not get a password. I had to go hunt it down, sign up for my account. And it was the worst onboarding experience of all time. And I tell you this because if this is how you have a, a system set up for your products and you're not giving people confirmation that they're getting the product, that they're in, you know, they're in the fold, stuff is coming soon. And a lot of times on the back end, the technology doesn't necessarily allow you to control the um, login information password, but you can send your own email. Like you can say, hey, um, 
you know, you can trigger it to go out to say, hey, thanks so much for purchasing blah de blah, you know, this product from us. We're so excited to have you. Like for this, for example, thanks so much for enrolling in our membership. Um, you should be getting a username and password soon. If you don't get the email, here's our support line. And you, if, or you can go over here and set it up yourself by clicking this link. That's all it would have taken. But it kind of made me feel icky because I was like, here, I've just spent money with you. I don't really know that much about you. Um, and I had to go do all the work to get into the membership on my own. And I was like, this is not a good deal. Um, <clears throat> and then to send me an additional sales email right after that, before I had even been onboarded, I was like, ooh, yuck. And so again, just because people opt into one thing doesn't mean they want to be sold something else. And so you need to have time to build that relationship and a better option for that would have been, here's your information. Hey, by the way, here's some like quick places to get started in the membership area. Like depending on what you want, this is how it's set up. Um, and I'm not even going to go into the the whole back end of what the membership looked like because it was a circus. Like it's a total mess. Um, and so I just, I just found that was really interesting and yet she still has members. So obviously there's a need there. Um, but I just, I thought it was very, it was a very interesting experiment and I'm, um, I will be curious to see, uh, what else I learned by being in that membership. So anyway, uh, and then the third example that has come across is that, um, I got an email this week. In fact, I think it was this morning. Um, from a company that I literally met this woman one time and it was over five years ago. Never have heard from her again, no phone call, no, um, we haven't we haven't spoken, we're not connected really on social media. Um, she obviously took my email address from a business card or something, put it in her database and started emailing me. For the love of all things holy, do not do this. I highly recommend that you do not add people to your email list unless they have explicitly said, I want to be on your email list and get your info. Because if you have a bunch of people on your list and they didn't ask to be there, all you're going to do is make them mad. They're either going to not open your emails and delete them all the time. They're going to unsubscribe or they're going to report you as spam. And either way, all of those things will hurt your open rates and your um, analytics long-term. And so it's better to have a smaller list of engaged people that want to hear from you than a huge list of people that never wanted to be there in the first place. And so now um, I have this email that I got that I was like, I don't even care what it says because the, the headline was all about their business. And I was like, I don't care. I haven't heard from you in five years. So into the trash it goes. But I kind of want to reach out to some of these people and just say, um, please let me help you <laughs> because it's, it's more common than not. And so if you're here, I know you are um, part of a different crowd. You're wanting to learn the um, best ways to market your business, regardless of tactic. We're just, we just happen to be talking about email today. And um, I appreciate you tuning in and being here for that reason. But um, the lessons that we are talking about today, these emails, these are things that come across my desk all day, every day. And I'm sure you have them too. Um, in fact, if you have examples and you want to screenshot them, like we'll always take the names out and protect the innocent, but I would love to share those in the um, Facebook group. So if you have those, take a screenshot, come over and join the group. And um, the link is in the show notes for you to join the free Facebook community. And we can have a discussion about things that could be improved on those emails. So if, um, so 
I wanted to give you a few tips of what not to do, just in case they weren't clear in those examples. I, I explicitly wrote them out. So um, it's really important that you are nurturing and connecting with your audience and knowing specifically what they need, what they, what information they want from you. Um, and you're constantly asking that question because I have worked with many people on a consulting level and they're like, oh, which should I create this? And I'm like, I don't know. What do your people want? And they just look at me like, I don't know. And I was like, you need to go ask them because why are you creating something that they don't want or you don't know if they want? And as soon as they go back, they're like, oh my gosh, I would have spent so much time on that. And I was like, yeah, I know. So don't. Um, because that's when we get burned out is when we're creating stuff that people don't interact with and we feel like we're not getting any traction and people don't want to hear it. And, um, you want to make sure you're developing that relationship just like you would any other relationship. Like you're not going to go out and, uh, meet somebody for the first time for coffee and then ask them to marry you. And that would be absurd. You're not going to do that. And so it's the same perspective when you go out for, um, you know, you send somebody in your first introductory email, here's your free download. And then you're like, Hey, you want to buy this stuff? No, they don't. They don't even know you. They don't even know if they need you yet. They just wanted to get, you know, dip their toe in the pool. And so, um, you need to earn the right to sell to them. And that comes from building that relationship. And we do that over time steadily. And just because they say no, 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 doesn't mean they're eventually going to say yes, because if you're in there and you're really, um, aware and cognizant of their problem and you keep helping them with little steps, they're eventually going to see that you have a lot of value to offer and they're going to want to work with you further. Um, so the, the, the don'ts do not add people to your email list without permission. Number one, it's slimy. Number two, it's illegal in most places, specifically the European union, um, California and multiple States on the East coast that are not coming to mind. What I mean is that in 2014, 2014, I think GDPR, it might've been 2017, uh, old lady brain is kicking in 2017 or 2014, um, GDPR was enacted and that is the, um, data protection act created in Europe saying that you have to tell people if you are adding them to your email marketing, um, that you're adding them and you have to get their explicit permission to do so. And, um, there are other States that have done that. And I would imagine that with all of the recent privacy issues that are happening with Facebook, et cetera, that will continue to roll out as law in all the other states. So instead of trying to backtrack and ask for permission later, it's better to ask for permission now. And I have a whole episode on that um, on GDPR where I actually brought in a lawyer to talk about GDPR that I will link to in the show notes. Her name was Aiden. Um, she was one of the very first episodes. So I will go and hunt that down and add a link to that episode if you're interested in uh, learning more about GDPR. And so um, you want to make sure that you're asking permission. Um, one, because it's the right thing to do and we always want to act in integrity and two, because you don't want to get yourself in a pickle later because you didn't. So, um, the second thing is, is that you don't want to be inconsistent with your email. And I equated this to the example of showing up for a party at somebody's house with a bunch of food and you weren't invited or there is no party. And they're all like, you're like, Hey, let's party. And they're like, there's no party. I'm in my pajamas. What are you doing here? Um, and 
that's what happens when you bring people onto your email list and then they don't hear from you from you for months and months and months and months and months. And then to add um, more, what am I, uh, uh, the, and not the um, saying just flew out of my head, but you know, to add more um, problems to the situation <coughs> is when you show up and try to sell to them because no one appreciates that. Um, they can see through it. It feels slimy. It's not um, a good business practice. And I want you to get into um, good habits of nurturing and caring for your people and not always selling them something. Um, it should be an 80-20 ratio. So 80% of the time, actually, it's more like 90-10 now. It used to be 80-20, but anywhere between 80 and 90% of your marketing should be content that is um, offering value to your people. Does that mean you shouldn't sell or move them forward in your sales funnel? Absolutely not. You should always have some call to action that gets them moving through the sales funnel, which is why marketing is um, an art because you've got to figure out how that works and you don't, so you're not feeling slimy, but you shouldn't just pop in and be like, hey, sign up for my program because people don't like that um, and you don't like it. So if you if you don't like it, don't do it to someone else. And then um, the third key point or the, the, the third thing that you need to keep in mind is don't abandon your customers, um, especially if they've invested some kind of money with you, whether it's, and I don't care if it's a $7 product or a $7,000 product, you need to stay consistent with communicating with them because if you don't, that is going to increase your refund rate. It's going to increase your cancellation rate and um, they're not gonna speak highly of you, which is what you need to grow whatever it is you're growing in your business. Um, I don't know if, you know, it doesn't matter if you're trying to grow a following, if you're trying to grow um, revenue or you're trying to grow um, your customer base. It's, it's all dependent upon how you treat your current customers. So any way that you can act in integrity and to um, stay connected to them and make them feel like they have just um, made the best decision of their life to connect with you and work with you and spend money with you, whatever that looks like, um, that that is how it should be brought about. And it's not that hard to set up. So the first step of that, of course, is you know giving them a piece of value like your freebie and um, following up with some extra help or assistance or stories or whatever of, you know, how to make that freebie work for their business and giving them a quick win. So that's what I have for you this week. It's the number one reason your email marketing is failing and that is because you aren't paying attention to your customers. So thanks for tuning in this week. I will see you next week. And uh, I'm also in the process of creating my YouTube channel. So I will link to that also in the show notes where I'm going to do two minute marketing tips that are going to break down um, not so common marketing terms in simple terms in simple uh, ways so that you can understand some of the things that were talked about in this episode a little bit more deeply. So if there are terms that I talk about and you don't know what those are, check me out on YouTube. Those videos are coming shortly. In the meantime, be well, stay safe, and I'll see you next week. Take care. The past year has taught us that marketing and advertising to get new clients has 100% flipped on its head. You may be shrugging your shoulders and wondering, how am I gonna get in front of new people now? everybody's online, it's crowded, and I don't know how to stand out. Well, I have a solution for you. The best way to get in front of your ideal client 
and the people that you want to sell your product or service to is through email marketing. Email marketing has a 400% return on investment. It's higher than anything else that you can invest in to grow your business. That's crazy as far But to get people on your email list, you have to get their email address. And that's almost as protected as a social security number. That's crazy, right? How are you gonna get them to hand over their email address? Well, you have to give them something that they want so badly that's gonna solve their problem that they will give you their email address in exchange for it. But how in the world do you come up with that? Well, I have a solution for you. I've created a five-day challenge that I'm running in September where each and every day we're gonna walk through one piece of creating that download. That free download that you can then put on your website and start growing your email list so that you can continue to market them and move them through your sales funnel and ultimately purchase products and services from you. If you've struggled with creating your download because you don't have any idea of what to create, you don't know how to design it, you don't know how much information to put in it, and you don't know how to stand out from your competition, this is the challenge for you. I invite you to come join me in September and get all of the details over at alisaconnor.com forward slash challenge so that you can finally stand out from the noise on social media, start to grow an email list and grow your business and get in front of more of your ideal clients. Sign up today for the free five-day challenge at alisaconnor.com forward slash challenge. I'll see you in.